Sorry, we're closed. All right, folks, welcome back. Another episode of your favorite Northeast region of the United States podcast, the Sorry We're Closed podcast. And uh, all three folks are here today. Nice to have the full house. Nice to have a full house here, all three in different locations. Uh, as, um, you know, not that we had scheduling conflicts, but we just happened to be in different locations today. But uh, quickly, uh, I want to give a quick update on uh, Dry January. My first time uh, ever doing Dry January. And I got to tell you, it is magnificent. I have never been this productive in my life. I I can't stop working. Like, and, and keep in mind, I like absolutely love what I do. I really enjoy doing it. It feels like a video game to me. So, like, I really enjoy like doing it. So, keep that in mind when you're listening at home. If you don't enjoy what you do, it's probably not that cool still. But, uh, you know, I I love. I work seven days a week. I'm working like 12, 14 hour days because I'm just enjoying it. <clears throat> But it's just, it's just so – the amount that I'm – like I'm catching up on things that I've been pushing off for a year. Like I'm just constantly getting things done. And I'm a little discombobulated, honestly, because there's so much on my plate that I haven't done. And I'm trying to like – I'm honestly – I was talking to Avery yesterday, and I was like, I might extend this beca- only because I, I have so much to do. <laughs> like It is kind of crazy when you're like – when you're work, you're getting so much done, but you're just you're actually just playing catch up. Mm-hmm. And you're like, if I had mm-hmm. just if I had just stayed up to date this whole time, I would have. I think yeah. about this a lot. I would have. I would. I'd be working two hours a day. Yes, uh, but I just keep putting stuff off. So now I'm working full days, ten hours. Uh, yeah, but you know, I you know, I can't. I, but if that's what I, I always think about that, like I only need two hours a day if I just keep up with my shit. Yeah, it's just listen. It's human nature to procrastinate a little bit. Like you want to do other things. You know, there's still. You know, when OP comes over, I still want to play FIFA. I still want to, you know, there's stuff that just kind of builds up. But over time, those little things turn into huge things. And I was looking at the calendar. What's it say? The 18th? Today's the 18th. I only got 13 more days. I got, I got, I got so much I got to get in <laughs> before productivity plummets again. Um, so, listen, I, I told Avery, listen, time will tell for, for always, always on these types of things. But I did tell Avery, I've told some other friends that I think that um, I don't know that I'll ever drink the way I did ever again. I, occasionally, of course, we'll go on our three-day ben, benders, you know, Opie's bachelor party, things like that. We're like, I'm, I, you know, I'm just going to be drinking. You know, that's, that's part There's of time it. Time and a place, no doubt. Time and a place, time and a place. But it just, it's not, I don't think it can ever be in the cards the way it was again now. Because, you know, you wake up with anxiety. I, you wake up, you feel like, uh, even though you don't necessarily have anything to do, you know, you just, that's, the, you know, the, the body's reaction to how much liquor you just intook the night before. And now you're, you're feeling this way for whatever reason. And, you know, you'd go through that process. Now, not only will I have regular anxiety, I will have anxiety because now I know just how much work I'm missing out on and how much I do have to do. <laughs> so, so it is, it's, it, it's, it's been an interesting experience, I will say. It, it's been eye-opening as far as, you know, how much, you know, it, for the goals that I have for my business and the light group and things like that, for to get to where I, I want to go. There was an old quote. Um, I don't remember uh, who said it or I just remember being on TikTok. You know, TikTok's full of inspirational quotes, as you guys all know. And one of the, the it was like a British man. That's because I remember the accent. 
but uh, someone had asked the guy, like, why do you get up so early? Yeah, why do you get up so early? All that stuff. And it's like, if you were going where I was going, you'd be up this early. The dude's not British. It's Jim Rohn. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, okay. So it, for some reason, I tacked on a British accent to the gentleman because it makes me feel more the guy more intelligent. This guy's actually anecdote that was Tony Robbins' mentor. Okay, okay, yeah, and it's honestly, it was so, it was so, it wasn't so impactful to me at the time, but that's often often what happens in a lot of these things where things kind of come across, and then your 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 desk, and then you kind of like that's kind of cool, and then like maybe a month later, two months later, a year later, you're like, oh, you know, that's you're kind of right. And like now it's almost one of those feelings like, you know, Pat, why don't you drink as much as you used to? Why aren't you out taking shots and doing what Pat used to do? And it's like, well, if you were going where I was going or where I'm trying to get to, you wouldn't want to do it either. Like you'd you'd have to, you'd have to do it this way uh, just because there's just, there's, there's so much, you know, there's so much to do. And also keep in mind, folks, I'm not one of those people that's, you know, you know, I'm going to, jump in an ice bath you now every morning, you know, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Like that's not kind of who I am. Now I'm not saying that's off the table. I've heard some really good health benefits from that. And I'm, I'm a big sauna guy, uh, compliments of Sean light. Uh, but, uh, you know, alcohol has gotten me in a lot of places in my life. You know, I've, I've had a ton of meetings in my life. I've, you know, I've had made people have a lot of fun. Uh, they've enjoyed themselves. And because of that, they've wanted to do what I've done. Uh, but you know, it's seemingly taking that next step. A lot of the people that I speak to, some of them want to have fun and drink and stuff like that, but a lot of them also are not like that. And they're, and they, and they want to, you know, okay, what's the structure? What's the plan? If I'm going to invest 20, 30, $40 million into something, I need to know, I, I need to know more than just have a nice dinner with you. Uh, and so it's, it's just changed the game a little bit. So alcohol will certainly be a part of my life. I still love a good scotch. Uh, but one of the things I really want to make an effort for, I told sounds, Sean, this sounds time. like sounds like you're breaking up. You know, like when a girl tells you, she's like, you know, we're I think we're just going to take a break for a little bit. You're yeah. still going to be part of my life. You know, I still yeah. love you, baby. That's but what I, mean. I just think we need to split for a little bit. Yeah, and it's just not to say that something can't happen in the future. It's not to say that. <laughs> Listen, we might be able to do we'll something. Friends with Benny's. Friends with yeah. Benny's. <laughs> we need to we need to play the clip, the Burt Kreischer clip when he was on uh, the I think it was. Uh, Sunday conversation and he just made like a mm-hmm. beautiful poem soliloquy about <laughs> drinking. I will never quit drinking. Mm. I will never quit drinking. I will always make sure that I can keep my body healthy enough so that I can always drink. I love seeing a sunrise with a cocktail, seeing a sunset with a cocktail, having friends walk into your house with a bottle of wine, getting on a plane. Can I get you something? Double jack on the rocks. Lots of rocks. I love the moment someone says, hey, we should get a drink, and, you, and you're and you not supposed to. That feeling, it's like a first kiss. You don't get that first kiss when, kisses when you're married. You get to have those first drinks. At a brunch, someone goes, should we do mimosas? And then the waiter goes, actually, we have bottomless mimosas. And you're like, this is going to be the best day ever. Dude, you just hype me the fuck up. <laughs> you just hype me up, bro. It is a really funny clip from Bert, but uh, it is. It's just, it's just, I think just drinking is going to be a bit different. Uh, from what you know, I, I wanted to be what where I'm kind of what I'm trying to accomplish in my life. I can't like I, uh, one of my my COO Brandon asked me the other day because we were talking about Dry January and he's he doesn't really drink the way he used to either. Like he used to be, you know, me and him when we were managing Green Rock together in our late twenties. You know, we were both kind of loose cannons. Like we were having fun. Like it was kind of a shit show. Like the place was making a ton of money. So like you know, what could go wrong, right? And um. 
I spoke to Brand doesn't quite do that so much anymore, so he's kind of changed. But he asked me, he's like, Pat, like, what's it like? Like, is it? It, it almost like people like feel like I've gone, I've I died a little he's bit. In ayahuasca or something. Yeah, yeah. He's like, what's it like? And uh, I was like, I explained it this way. I said, listen, you know when you go on like a three day bender. You have a great time, fun weekend, and because you remember, Friday, you feel great. You're going and you're having drinks. Saturday morning, you'd feel less great, and you're looking forward to that first drink because you know it's going to bring you right back. And then Sunday, you feel even worse, but if you know you that first drink or second drink is going to bring you back. And then Monday, when you have to pay the bill for what you just did, it's, it's, a, long, it's a tough process. And what I said was, at least in my experience, you know, it takes till about Thursday, which is crazy to think about, but it takes till about Thursday before I am 100% Guns a-blazing, and I'm moving. Which, for those folks, you know, keeping track at home and doing the math, gives me a total of about a day and a half before I start drinking. <laughs> so, so what I told them was, I was like, listen, I, I went through that process, and I said, listen, every day is Thursday. I just don't stop moving. Like, it's constant. I'm constantly doing something. I'm constantly going, and I'm catching up on a lot of stuff now. But, like, every day is productive. Like uh, yesterday, um, you know, Avery had asked for a mental health night where we just kind of, you know, me and her oftentimes work a lot late into the night. Um, and last night she was like, let's just, let's put the stuff away. Can we just have dinner and then go watch some crap TV? Uh, and let's just do that. And I said, sure, let's do it. But it's the first time in a long time that I can think of that neither of us were, you know, on our laptop doing something while the crap TV was on. Like it was just, no, we're just going to take a, we're going to take a quick break. And I enjoyed it. It was nice to have a nice little break, but it is, it's just, it, dry January has changed a lot. And it's also put me, which is awesome into perspective, a lot of other things like mocktails or, you know, I want to talk briefly about that today and, and the kind of how that's going. Uh, we'll talk about that in B block a little bit for those folks at home, but the, it's just, it's just been awesome. Dr Sean does pretty much a dry life. So I won't ask him. TiVo, you pretty much like you said uh, on previous podcasts that you don't, you don't, you're not like actively like really going out as as like maybe I have where I'm doing it every weekend. I know you said you weren't going to turn down a good time in Tampa because you're trying to build you know some friends out there and some friendships, you know, <laughs> Stephen Klansberg. Uh, but <laughs> ha have you drank in the month of January, not including uh, New Year's Eve? I think I think I'm still drunk, I honestly. <laughs> I I haven't I haven't had a sitting here listening to all this like, dry January stuff. He's just like it's ah. been it's been it's been wild. Like wait, Jan, dude, Tampa Bay. It's it's actually illegal to have dry January. I learned that mm. just because every weekend there's something to do, and then at the end of January they have their Gasparilla party, which is like it. it I've heard it's really fun, but it's like unique to Tampa. So that's in January. Um, yeah, no, I I have had a wild month. Um, <laughs> A lot of fun this past weekend. The Eagles had their playoff game down in Tampa, so a couple of my buddies came down uh, last minute too. So that would have went dry January would have went out the window this weekend, even if uh, I was participating. How about that? Yeah, but how about that question, Tivo, um, uh, about the guy asking how how the Tampa Bay coach is going to prepare people for uh, Detroit's oh, weather? No, man, what a swing and a miss I'm that get was. In trouble. If I if I go down that rabbit hole, I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> it was funny, but um, but yeah, no, I, like this weekend was probably the heaviest drinking I've actually done since I've been on tour, and yeah, it's Thursday, and I feel like this is the first day I've actually felt normal. So I agree with all the points you're saying. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess it just it depends on the lifestyle and the job. Like I'm pretty when I'm on the road, I feel like. It's just kind of one of those things where you just kind of get through it and it, it kind of is what it is because it's definitely a part of the gig. 
but um yeah i don't i don't do this every weekend so like this weekend i won't drink at all and i won't think about it or even you know unless yeah somebody yeah. calls to hang out but well it brings me to our next point uh and sean you're gonna give us our give us your answer live on air live on air here uh tivo and, and yeah tivo and myself have already uh put in the group chat that we will be participating but monday uh -huh. to wednesday of next week tivo and i will be doing the dana white water fast now apparently there's a few things that i heard about this water fast anecdotally and i, I didn't and by anecdotally i mean i didn't do any research to verify if any of this is accurate just watched a, just watched a couple TikToks. <laughs> yeah i watched a couple TikToks. <laughs> organically make, popped up on my algorithm yeah, i want to make it abundantly clear there has been no research put into this effort but i'm taking what people say to me at face value uh, which you should do for your investment advice as well. <laughs> uh, but so uh, there's this water fast. Now I had heard over the over the course of the last like several months that a a seven day water fast lowers like um, your risk of cancer, all cancers, like goes down by like sixty percent or something, something crazy like that. It's similar Autophagy. to what we. Autophagy, yes, <laughs> which me and Sean originally were were quoting it as autophagy. <laughs> you know what's worse? You know what's worse? was like, oh, okay, mark this down. Got to edit. <laughs> yeah, no, the, what's interesting is the, the worst part is because most of this stuff, Sean is uh, more of a linguist. He he speaks a little bit better than I do. He's got a better vocabulary than I do. He writes better than I do. So oftentimes, especially in the health world, anything that I need. Uh, as far as a a um, as far as a uh, like a, like something how to pronounce something, I go to my brother, and my brother goes, "Oh, I'm pretty sure it's autofag autofaggy," and I was like, "That seems okay." I, I, I always felt that way to me too. To be fair, I was yeah. Like, I and don't... you know, you know what's 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 stupid is that neither of us just use the Google machine. It's there; it'll tell you. But we're like, "Now nah, let's do this and say autofaggy sounds right." So for like a month, I'm going around telling people that I, you know, we, you know, you got to get to this. I'm doing this fast because once you get past 20 hours, autofaggy kicks in. And they're like, autofaggy? <laughs> what the fuck is that, Pat? And so I'm sitting there just telling them. And I'm like, no, that's how you pronounce it. That is how you pronounce it. That's the correct pronunciation. And then one day it's I was like. like the people you're telling is like, it's autophagy. No, but they, listen, they picked up the same red flags we did. <laughs> Yeah, and, yeah. Well, yeah, they're very. And then rare. we we did use the Google machine as uh, autophagy, but it's supposed to be something that goes into your body, and what happens is it cleans up a lot of the the, the dead cells, the bad cells that are in there that would normally turn into cancer cells. It does like a clean sweep, and so I heard that that seven days. Now Dana White had also heard the similar thing that I had heard, and he called. Uh, who was that gentleman's name, Sean? Gary Brecka. Uh, Brecka yes, Brecka. Thank you, Gary Brecka. And that guy's all over the web right now. You know, there's plenty of doctors coming out very against the stuff that he says. He's obviously, you know, it is what it is. And of course, in the medical industry, in any industry, you have, you know, I say stuff about the restaurant industry that's true to me, but then you'd have other restaurateurs be like, this guy's a moron. So like you have, you know, it just, it's just how life works. But he said that you don't need to do the full seven. You just need to do 72 hours. And so love that idea. Let's knock that in. <laughs> <laughs> So Dana White did it. He did a review on his on his TikTok. I I tell everybody to go take a uh, listen to that. But he did a review and he he said that he felt like a felt like a like a like a superhero. Um, he did in the first day. I think it's a full fast, and then in day two you can add electrolytes to your water and uh, bone broth. You can have bone broth twice a day for the next two days. Oh, yeah. 
And according so to no I, coffee, that's what I want to know. So I have to Google that. But he said, but Dana White was pretty clear in his video that everything has to be zero cows. Uh, now, is bone broth zero cows? No chance. No chance, right? So I, I'll take a look a little bit deeper into that. But that's what he had suggested. And uh, so we kind of, I, I listened. I wanted to go through it. And then I was like, listen, I'm doing dry January. This is back in November when I first brought it up to Sean, when I first brought it up to our friend group. And I was like, there's no chance. I am a realistic human being. There is 0% chance I'm doing this in December. I, have, I, I know myself. I know the, the holiday season. Just not going to happen. So I was like, listen, I'm, I'm planning on doing dry January. Let's give it a shot. And that's the perfect month to try this. And so, as as you guys might may or may not know, I'm a big intermittent fast guy. I loved. I, I've never been hungry in the morning, even as a child. So it's pretty much built for my type of body, at least how we do it. And according to Gary Brecker, that means that my I think I keep I regulate my insulin levels very well, or something like that. Um, so great job, body and insulin control levels. Uh, dominating the insulin. Dominating it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, one thing he did say, by the way, I'm going on a little bit of a tangent here, but one thing he did say in regards to that is that uh, people control their insulin levels very well, but then the first time they eat, everything spikes, and that's why you crash. I actually don't have that. Uh, maybe I don't eat like the way he's, he's you know, telling, you know, saying in this, this video that other people may eat. You know, I have a fairly healthy lunch with a smoothie. Uh, but I don't really crash all that much. I, I, I definitely a little bit less, you know, you're going to be, you're going to be pretty good there with the way that you eat, just having seen what you eat, yogurt, smoothies, mm -hmm. stuff like that. And then like a bigger dinner, but yeah. even that, like the, the problem is, is that, well, obviously the, the insulin stuff does matter, but just like really simply when you just eat a lot of food, all of the blood rushes to your stomach. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so like, there's just less blood to go. So you become less, less, you become more lethargic. Yeah, everybody talks about that midday crash. If you go eat like a sandwich, get a sub, do your toast. Try yeah. like 2 p.m. crash, that's a real deal. But if you don't, like that's one reason why I don't eat during the day uh, is because if I have a normal lunch, I'm finished. Like I'm a, yeah. I'm a loser for the rest of the day. Yeah. And honestly, this is when I was talking to, talking to Mama Dukes about this and my mother about this. She, she was talking about, I was telling her about the 72-hour fast. Obviously, she was a little concerned about it. She thinks I might die. And uh, when I spoke to her about it, I'll tell her uh, you're going to run up the Freedom Tower while you do it. Yeah, but I was telling her about it, and what she was saying, like you know, your body can, your body like supposed to be doing this stuff, you know, naturally. But I was like, you know, everything I had heard, and I would agree with you, Ma. But everything I had heard was that um, <laughs> from Dana White, the, yeah. the CEO of UFC. <laughs> yes, <laughs> everything I had heard was well, actually not from Dana White. This part, but everything I had heard, why I started intermittent fasting, was because that. It takes so much energy and focus from your body to digest food and then cons you know digest it and consume it, use it, and all that type of stuff. Your body doesn't really have the have the focus or energy to be able to go do these other things. It ha all of its efforts is in digesting food. It doesn't really be able to do all this other stuff, and that's why when you give yourself a body your body a break, once all the food has been digested, it's in your bloodstream and all that stuff is going. Your body can go do these other things that. You know, it should be doing, and autophagy is one of them, and it's supposed to clean it out, supposed to do all these great things for you. Um, and again, since I'm a faster anyway, I figure why not give it a go? So Monday through Wednesday, we're gonna we're gonna do it, which means that we record on Thursday morning, so we'll have that ready to go. We'll be able to give a full review and exactly how it went. You know what happened. Um, everyone seemingly. I've heard I've heard rumors that the first day or the second day is the hardest. It seems like the third day your 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 body's like okay we're not going to be eating so we're locked in, uh, but it seems like it's given you know 
depending on who you are and stuff like that is kind of seemingly you know what it is i have a feeling that the the back end of my first day is going to be the toughest um because my body's pretty used to getting food yeah but you've uh, done 24 hours before i, I feel have like but i start getting a little got to be the one yeah but i start getting a little agitated uh <laughs> the the, the big things for me and this is the stuff that i'm going to try to push in during these times is staying busy uh constantly be doing something like make sure that i'm not just sitting there and and smelling food or going to my refrigerator like stuff like that's going to be important to me um in order to kind of expedite this process and make sure that i'm not just you know when you start thinking about food is when you really have an issue um but so i'm gonna give it a go tivo you're gonna give it a go and we'll, we'll report back sean are, are you maybe, able to give it I might be doing i might be doing uh tuesday through thursday because tuesday is my busiest day with recording <clears throat> stuff and a big work day and i mm-hmm. feel like that second day i don't want to deal with that <laughs> so your first day will be tuesday well you might be able to time well, it like I'll- like last meal, I'm thinking last meal Monday afternoon or Monday evening. Oh yeah, so yeah, I think yeah, I think because I was thinking that we started Monday at five. <clears throat> okay, yeah, I'm in on that. Yeah, but that means third. That means Thursday we're recording and we're at we're at the finish line almost. Right, because okay, so Monday at five. So Monday it's Tuesday at five be twenty four. Wednesday at five forty eight. Oh yeah, so I was you're right. I was actually thinking Sunday at five, but we can do Monday. We can do Monday at five and do like right at the end with the finish line. Give a review. Monday. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'd rather do it together. So we're like we're both being like, hey, dude, twenty four yeah. hours in, how you feeling? Yeah, right? Rather than if you can do mon- if you can do Monday, let's do that. Okay. All right. We'll do we'll do I Monday. Also, I also another reason is I find that I don't know if you guys ever like have a big meal. So like Sunday, there's big football. Like I'm gonna, mm-hmm. definitely gonna go all out with like pizza and wings. And then the next day, it's hard to like not eat. You just your body's just wants to eat because it's like, yeah. you have to have I hear sugar you. high. I hear, you. I hear you. I hear you. So big big healthy meal Monday, and then and then we. Uh, <clears throat> Then we push all right. forward. All right. All right. Sounds good. Well, that's what, that's what we'll knock out. Uh, we'll figure that out. And we'll be at the, at the very least, we'll be at the finish line on Thursday, which will be nice because the, it'll at least take another hour up on our podcast. Maybe that'd be the longest podcast we ever do just to kind of get through the finish line. <laughs> well, uh, by that time, you'll be filling up on bone broth. Bone, bone broth. Sean, so are you going to join us? Do you have the capabilities of joining us? What do you got? Well, I mean, obviously, I have, I have the capabilities. I'm definitely a little rattled, like TiVo said. Uh, about yeah. like my my Monday and my Monday Wednesday Friday is nuts like mm-hmm. eight thirty in the morning to seven o'clock at night just d- seeing people that whole time on my yep. feet doing stuff uh, and it's a big part of honestly it's a big part of how I get through the day is like fueling like mm-hmm. to be honest like I treat those days like like I'm running an endurance race like I have bananas pre-scheduled little bet like little segments of of like trail mix pre-scheduled um i mean i I definitely yeah but it's it's like scheduled out it's to me honestly it's it's just it's it's very challenging to see that many people with that many issues uh over the high energy all the time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they gotta feel like they're important to you yeah so i no doubt concern concern reigns (laughs) supreme uh you know, in that month, having like the Monday and then the Wednesday foodless. Yeah. Uh, like, I feel like, I feel like on Wednesday, people are going to be like, what exercise do I need to do, Sean? I'd be like, what exercise do you think you got to do? All right, pal, just, just stop it. All right. Uh, like, I'm just, I'm just super, and I do absolutely get hangry. Uh, yeah. So like, I, I'm, so a, I'm definitely a little rattled about that. Uh, 
It would I be funny, to. by the way. It would be funny if our podcast on Thursday was just us yelling at each other the entire time. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Shut the hell up. All right. <laughs> Stay with the food. Uh, but I, I, I'm very – I'm not going to make a decision until I know if cough, what the deal is on coffee. Because if there's no coffee, that is an extra level of preparation. Able, you have to be able to drink coffee. It's zero calories. I mean, no shit. I think, well, I think you're going to have to not drink regular, coffee. Regular coffee is about five calories, black coffee. Can you have coffee during a 72-hour water fast? Well, I mean, that, that's the answer, right? It's a 72-hour water fast, not 72 Drinking hours Drinking moderate amounts of very low to zero, zero, low to zero or zero-calorie beverages during a fasting window is unlikely to compromise your fast in any significant way. This includes drinks like black coffee. One cup of 240 milliliters of black coffee contains about three calories and very small amounts of protein, fat, and trace minerals. Uh, but drinking coffee after the fast is if you're not doing it is going to feel like you're on speed <laughs> you know dude are there not certain <laughs> days that coffee hits a little bit different and you cannot stop moving. you're just like doing like a thousand different things at once yeah. i'm on the phone i'll be like what do you gotta do like, it's just constant yeah. you can't stop moving i love yes. it if you but if you can have electrolytes then i feel like coffee is well, what, do you, what are we talking about electrolytes here? Is it like one of those like little salt packets? It's yeah, not he, like he, um, he uh, gave you a company that obviously gave you a company. You probably get a deal, but he yeah, gave yeah, you a yeah, company. Yeah. He gave yeah, you a company yeah. that here's my code. Yes, uh, that gives you a. Uh, it's an electrolyte. Uh, it's like a, like you said, Sean. It's like a, you pour it into the water, zero cal's type of thing. Yeah, but according to this. Uh, water fast. A water fast is true to its name. It's a fast during which all food, drink, except water is are restricted. That means no coffee, no tea, no alcohol, but but no zero calorie sports drinks. So like it, it's clearly not. Uh, it's clearly not. Let's just put in Dana White at the end of this. Um, it's clearly not because that's not what he did. He did right. bone I broth. Mean, but and- you got to also think like we're we're doing a challenge here. You know what I mean? So like, I, I, it's to me, it's like the Opie doing seventy five hard, but not taking the pictures. Yeah. No, I know. I know. Oh no, I like, know. It's unless, I just want to make sure that I'm allowed but, to. Yeah. If it explicitly yeah. says I'm allowed to have coffee. Yeah. Fine. But if it's if it's if this is just a gray area, then he also did eighty six hours based off his off his TikTok. I didn't know that. Um, this is this is from Men's Health, so I'm hoping they they put in here the the rules. Oh man, the cleanest broth available. You can pick up anywhere. Oh, he gave you, yeah, he gave me that. I have to. I want. I got to order that. I want I've that. seen bone broth at Shoprite. Okay, and it's actually pretty good. I used to put it in my chili. I remember warm it up. It's actually not bad. Yeah. Okay, how long until uh, you're allowed to have the bone broth? Until uh, day two is when you have to, you can start bone broth. So twenty four hours in, you can bone broth it. That's my understanding. I will be having an unbelievable amount of bone okay. broth. <laughs> okay, you can pick up anywhere. You can do this twice a day for the next two days. So yeah, you drink all water with electrolytes, but you do you do this twice a day. You're going to feel incredible, and obviously, you're doing this for the internal, but externally, you get absolutely shredded on this thing. <laughs> That's what Dana White said. <laughs> Which I'm shocked. Opie's not going to immediately do this now. Um, well, he wants. Uh, listen, Opie, he didn't even answer the group chat. Maybe he's learning. <laughs> no, he's definitely not. He's 100. Is he? Yeah, that guy's frustrating. Maybe it's just um, too intense. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so that's. I mean, listen, that's what we're looking at. Three days se- without food sounds crazy. Like it yes. sounds like a very difficult task. 
no, no, no two ways about it. I would agree with that statement. I would agree with that statement. But listen, I think I'm excited for right now. As it stands right now, there will be no coffee. It will just be electrolytes of zero calories of some sort, plus a um, plus a, uh, a bone broth that you can heat up at your leisure, but only twice a day. You can't have more than twice a day. So uh, listen, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I've been wanting the, to kind of give it a 5 shot. Five p.m. on Monday start time entices me a little bit more. Okay. I'll, I'll, stop, we'll get into I'll the, block yeah. off my schedule from 4 to 5 and just have a massive feast. And whoever sees me at 5 o'clock will get my absolute worst performance. Yeah, we, listen, we're going to we're gonna mix in some Fortnite on Tuesday. we got to get my mind off this damn thing. Uh, well, so, we, well, we go for walks like crazy. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, hopefully it's a little but bit. But there's crazy. also – they're saying, they're saying like you get through whatever, day two, halfway through, through day two. and I feel like day two at night from like that 7 to 10 before bed is, is the hardest. Yeah, like when you yeah. come when – you're, when you're expecting dinner – yeah, I can go to bed early. If you have a roommate or something, they're cooking. Yeah, no is Avery doing it? No, 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 no. Heavens, she's a big like eat a lot throughout the day, like small things. Mm. So that's what she does. And well, honestly, okay. I got to tell her she she used to yelled at me for adding too much extra virgin olive oil to my meals, and uh, that it was it was it was uh, not agreeing with her as far as like it was she was putting <laughs> on a little little bit of relationship weight. Okay. Uh, I got to tell you, I was I called bullshit, but. <laughs> <laughs> she stopped. She pretty much stopped eating dinner with me, or maybe do less olive oil, and she shredded. <laughs> it's like, I'm sure there's more to it than just that, but it is. Yeah. It was like almost instantly. She immediately became shredded again. I was like, Jesus Christ. Okay, maybe I was wrong. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I'm looking forward. To, I've been wanting to do this challenge. I'm a faster. I'm. I'm. I'm very curious to see how this goes. I've also heard. Listen, <clears throat> I have looked up the hour by hour intermittent fasting when you start burning fat. You, have, you can't imagine how many times, even when I already know the answers. I've known the answers for years now because I've been doing this. <clears throat> I still look it up, and when you kicked it like, to 24 hours, it goes into a rampant overdrive. <laughs> and so I, I am hopeful that we burn some, some nice fatty poo off the old stump stump, and uh, we can keep moving along. But it is. I'm excited. I'm excited to try. It's a nice challenge. This is the type you of challenge I'm going to You are going to burn muscle more than fat. I got to yes. imagine. No but it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great time. I'm having fun with our friends. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll keep you guys updated. Follow along on, on the socials. You know me. I'm, I'm big on TikTok right now. I'll certainly be talking about it on LinkedIn. Uh, but I was on the, actually the Name Redacted podcast last night. I had to list my top 10 N64 games of all time, which I think I did a phenomenal job doing. And uh, I, Tyler and Jared are now uh, – they are re-upping their LinkedIn <laughs> Are, they are accepting everybody. They're back on LinkedIn, uh, which is which was funny. But um, moving on to kind of talking about a little bit more. I know we're we're well into this podcast already, but this is kind of what I expected anyway. Um, recently, I told TiVo, but I haven't given him as much information as I've given my brother. Recently, I decided. I, I it was actually yesterday. I was uh, two. Yeah, yesterday I was scrolling through TikTok as I typically do in the mornings. I don't know if you guys uh, do that at home, but. I was scrolling through TikTok in the morning, and I came across Ryan Serhan. He was on Million Dollar Listing. Uh, he is uh, constantly – he does a ton of social media. Uh, and based off what he says, he drums up a ton of business because, you know, honestly, if I was looking for a place in New York City, I kind of want Ryan Serhan to be my realtor. Uh, yeah, name another realtor. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So clearly what he's doing is working, and, and what he's done, he's done he built a nice life for himself and him and his family. It seems like he has a, at least one daughter and a wife. I just saw a video 
of 16 million views of his daughter putting entirely too much bubbles in her bubble bath. Uh, and let me tell you, the bathtub looked magnificent. So, so he is doing quite well for himself. Uh, but I came across, and I, as I always do with a lot of social media stuff and business stuff in general, you know, if someone who I believe is ahead of me in the game, uh, I take their, I, you know, I try to take their advice. I think one of the best things about social media is that people can, you can get advice, like quite literally, you can get advice from like, we talked about, you know, about a year ago now from like about Ray Dalio for Sean. Ray Dalio is finding 10 people on TikTok. Somehow Sean's one of those people. Uh, and it's just you, but like when, when could at any point in time ever Sean actually get a hold of Ray Dalio in another life when there's no, no, there's no, there's no social media. So the things that have social media has opened up, there are so many positives to it. This being one of them. And Ryan Serhant came up and I saw his, I saw that he, it was a sponsored post at the bottom. You see the sponsor promoted post. Um, and I, I clicked on it. I just, I was curious about it and I clicked on it. He was clearly trying to drive website clicks. Uh, because he's got like click, a core set or something. Right? Yeah, it, it, it was promoting a drink. Um, but uh, it was uh, Tony Robbins. I clicked on him later in the day because I, I know he does a lot of sponsored posts. I clicked on him later in the day, and he was pushing uh, a course. But it, but like the moment he's you got click a challenge coming up. Yeah, but the moment you clicked on his on his um, on his on his profile, his profile pop up, and then boom, the the website pops Message. up right in front of you. Uh, okay. Yeah, you know, so what it just pops up, it like half, it fills <laughs> half the screen. And anyway, so I looked at, so I, I, I didn't care about the energy drink. I didn't even get enough into the post to know that he was what he was, <laughs> he was talking about. But I went down and I, I uh, took a look uh, at kind of what he was doing. And he was about, he's got about 730,000 followers. And he was averaging about 40,000 uh, per post, uh, 40,000 views per post. That's what he about averages. And this particular post at the time was at 940,000 views. I was like, oh, okay. Um, and then and now, uh, I mean, let's just give you a quick update because that's what we do here on the Sorry We're Closed podcast. But for a quick update, right? He's my, he's my, my last guy that I've been posting about. He is currently at 1.1 million on that same post. So a couple hundred thousand more views. And I was like, you know what? If this guy who's obviously very invested into social media, if this guy thinks this is not, something he is something he should be doing and it's not he's not too good for this he doesn't you know paying you know to kind of get views and stuff like that then you know what the hell why am i not doing this and you, you know you'd hear about the alex Ramoses of the world who spend like a quarter of a million dollars a month on marketing or something crazy like that um and it's like why wouldn't i do this and so i went into tiktok and i said i'm gonna give this a go as as always i'm more of a that there's a um and i talked about this uh, a few times but there's a gentleman who came and spoke to us when i was at the seattle mariners he was in a seal team six commander and uh he seemed kind of like a drunk now he owns a bar out in scottsdale or something like that and you know but he, he was smoking a cigar talking to all the minor leaguers out in out in center Navy field seal, badass yeah so i was like this guy's guy's, guy's pretty cool but something he spoke about which I it really stuck with me was that he what he said he was the commander for one reason, and it wasn't because he was the smartest. There was plenty of guys that were smarter than him. There, he wasn't the best shooter. There are plenty of guys that are better shooter shooters than he was. Like he's got he's like think about it, guys. You know, I'm on a team of, of ten guys, and it's the Navy SEALs. We are the best in the world at this. Like these guys are unbelievably good at their jobs. He goes, but I was better at them than one thing and one thing only, and that was making a decision. Um, I would, it was like, he always, you know, kind of 
related it or compared it to a, 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 a heat-seeking missile. Um, and you see the heat-seeking missile just kind of going towards the target as the target's moving. But what's actually happening in that computer is it's constantly making mistakes and redirecting, constantly making mistakes and redirecting towards the target because the target's moving. Um, so it was similar. He goes, I'm going to make seven decisions before the other guy is going to make one. And because of that, I will get to the right decision pro- before that guy will get to it. Uh, and let, you know, so it was, it was stuck with me. It was like, all right, well, okay, well then maybe I should just make a decision and move, make a decision and move. Never, never not do it. And sometimes I screw up. Sometimes I invest money that I shouldn't invest. We just did this recently. I won't say it on the podcast, but there was an investment that I made in at one of my locations and it, it, it wasn't what it wasn't what it should have been. The ROI on that was we made money on the investment, but we should have made more on the investment. Uh, but that's just not how I operate. And so yesterday I saw this and I immediately put $1,000 into it. And that's a, a good amount of money. Uh, but I immediately gave it a go. Uh, interestingly enough, which I think both of you would find interesting, um, I had to spend almost $1,500 for the $1,000 of marketing. Apple takes about a $445 fee. When I, did, when I, originally, yeah, when I originally put $2,000 in, Apple took 800 bucks. It's an Apple service fee. I, it's unbelievable. It's I, astronomical what? in price but yeah go just have some fun with it you don't have to even go through obviously with the promotion but go to tiktok and, and click one of your uh, things to promote go through the process and when you go to check out look at the apple fee it's it's i, I couldn't believe how, how expensive it was so i ended up spending about fourteen hundred dollars um to do this this promotion a thousand of which tiktok had a budget and that's how it works it's a budget so now the now the more they the more they more views they get you the more you spend. And so I, what I told them was my top goal was followers. Because followers for me in this, in, this, in this area is important to me because I can drive sales to my bars. And that's what we're doing right now. I've made a pretty unique downtown with all four locations. Um, and what I want to do is take it from a 3,000 a night on Saturday night, 3,000 people coming down there. I want to take it to 6,000 so that all my bars are jam-packed the entire night, right? So that's the, that's the goal is to increase foot, increase foot traffic. And we've offered different concepts. We've done all that. We're trying to revitalize downtown. And on top of that, now I'm trying to get more people to know we've done this. And so that's part of it. So I'm try- my followers are important to me. They're like leads. And then what I did was I, I gave a, um, a, de- a demographic. So I said both genders, obviously. I did 18 to 44, uh, even though the, you know, the first part of that, you know, people can't attend my, uh, my bars. But it's good for the next generation to see my stuff. So when they do move to Hoboken at that age, they're like, oh, I want to go to these bars. Because Hoboken's kind of like a college town. Um, you, know, you have a fresh new wave of people moving in every year. Uh, and young folks that might not know. Like when I moved here, when Sean moved here, we didn't know which bars to go to. We just kind of stumbled upon the ones we ended up liking. But I mean, we spent a year at a bar that now is closed. Uh, we just, you know, we could have spent, you know, maybe time at a different bar that we might have enjoyed more. So anyway, so 18 to 44, both genders. Location is Hudson County, which is what Hoboken falls in because they wouldn't give me Hoboken. All the entire state of New Jersey with a focus on Hudson County, New York City, Boston, and Philly. And so I just hammered that out. And that's kind of what, kind of the, the and then obviously I gave, which I love, they gave the top, we can give what are they interested in. I said that I want their top interest to be food and beverage. And so I did. Um, as we speak right now, I, I have another 17 new followers. Um, and so I'll give you a quick update with how it's going. 
The promotion was approved almost immediately. Uh, I did what I did a post that was about you know, with your $800 service fee. They're like, yeah, no problem, pal. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, um, go right ahead. So I did a post about mocktails, which uh, the reason I chose it was it was a part of the industry. That's what food and beverage people like. It's pretty topical right now with dry January. On top of that, in the post, as TiVo likes me to do, the second clip, which is about four seconds long in that in that thing, uh, introduces myself and talks about who I am and what I do and, and in hopes that people understand. And I love this particular one because it's one of the few that I mentioned my past life of baseball. Uh, so I mentioned that part in there. And then uh, so it kind of gave a, a, a much bigger syn um, synopsis or summary of, of me. So I like that. And then it went into a topical topic. So I like that. So as we speak right now... <clears throat> TikTok has spent $466.94, so we're about halfway through. Uh, I've gotten 77,500 views, uh, and I've gotten 433 new followers on the, on the, on the TikTok. 1.7 thousand likes, 77 new comments, and 30 new shares. What was interesting, as I was screenshotting, la yeah, as I was screenshotting last night, because uh, I posted a LinkedIn this morning with my analytics. I gave everybody complete insight into the analytics behind it and what TikTok offers me. It was about 55% male and 45% female. When I woke up this morning, it had completely almost shifted. 47% male now and 53% female. Um, obviously, they completely nailed my demographic. 25 to 34 is the, the majority, but they, don't, they did not show it to a single person outside of my de the demographic that I asked them to, which <laughs> I love. Um, <clears throat> The other thing I love, New Jersey, New York, were the top places. Fifty-three percent of my uh, of my views are coming from New Jersey. Thirty-five, New York. Nine percent, Pennsylvania, and three percent, Massachusetts. And then finally, one hundred percent of the views, and this is what has been so valuable. One hundred percent of the views, their top interest was food and beverage. So it's it is in my exact target audience, exact target audience, which I find so valuable. Um, and so again, we're about halfway through. If we follow this, if we follow this, um, if we follow this trend or not trend, follow this path, uh, time, let's see here. How many followers was it? It was 433. I'm currently on pace to get 927 new followers from this trend, which a little bit less than a dollar per follower. Um, which is interesting, and I'm curious to see more. See if this if this creates that it's that's the accelerator on this where it creates that snowball. Where now, hey, listen, you got me, you know, a hundred thousand new views. Once the promotion's over, is that it? Does it stop, or mm -hmm. or are, does this kind of accelerate? Does this post go from now? For it was at five thousand views. It's now up to you know ninety thousand views. Does it go to uh, two hundred thousand, two hundred fifty? Do I continue that doing, or are they like, hey? Hard stop. You want to keep going? We can keep going there, Pat. We can keep going. I feel yeah. like they're going to have that one figured out, but I also kind of feel like there's a little incentive there by just letting it keep rolling. So that, and here's the other thing is one of the things that I think is so brilliant. And I honestly, my last sentence of my post on my, on LinkedIn was it was now I just need more marketing dollars. And because, you know, obviously this is the first one. You have to imagine TikTok is incentivized to make this successful for me on my first one because they want the return customer. So all of that type of stuff. But I did hear about a year ago, they were talking about how the virality is going to go away at TikTok because we've got, they've gotten you addicted to it now and now they're going to make you pay for it. And it's brilliant because, I mean, listen, if I'm seeing these kinds of results, I'm actively going to try to find more ways to get 
um, to get dollars behind myself and, and to kind of push that and do that and see if these similar results happen. Well, like for here's the way you do it. You do, you do, uh, you do something at the bar where it's like, you know, like you, you whatever post you're boosting, you're like strategically saying like, you know, come in and, you know, half price, you know, mocktail or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's a standalone product that does not really affect the bottom line. Uh, you're not trying to profit from it. You're just going to siphon all of the funds from it, uh, as customer acquisition costs. So like if you make, you go in and you, you know, people make get half price, you make 500 bucks on, on that. You say like 500 bucks is irrelevant to me. Uh, but if you take the $500, you, now you have X number of X number of new quali super qualified leads. Now you take that $500 and you just put it back into ad spend and you just keep cycling that through whatever you make off of the promotion or the, the thing you're, you're telling them to come do you, uh, you, that's, it's just free customer acquisition. Interesting. So you're saying forever. like, let's, let's say the white Russian, uh, mocktail that I have at my bar at, at the waiting room that I happen to love. Uh, I found out quickly folks, <laughs> those folks at home that alcohol is not the only thing you can't consume in excess. Uh, dairy is <laughs> one of them as well. Um, <laughs> uh, but I love this white Russian drink. It's it, I'm not a sweet guy. So like there's one, there's a chocolate martini. That's pretty much your might as well be having an ice cream sundae in liquid form. It's, it's delightful, but I can't have more than half it before I feel like I'm getting a headache. Um, the white Russian though is, is very, is different. It's, I, I quite like it. But so what you're saying, Sean is say, Hey, listen, let's say I'm promoting this white Russian. It's the only drink. It's that's what I'm, that's what I'm promoting on TikTok. Push it in there, and then any let's say I make a thousand dollars off White Russian, I take the thousand, put it back into a TikTok ad, and then just continue to cycle that through. And you've spent no money whatsoever, and the yeah, better no the better you do with that, the more money you can spend on the acquisition. If you look, everybody's doing this. Like, if you ever have you ever seen like somebody like offer something online, like Grant Cardone, all of my courses for seven dollars, something like that, right? Mm -hmm. And you're just like, what? How? Why would you even do that? It's because he's going to take all the money from that $7 course and he's going to put it back into ad spend. He doesn't give, he doesn't give two shits whether or not you, whether or not he profits off of this. He's just trying to acquire the customer without spending any money. What Tony Robbins is doing Smart with move. his Unleash the, Power seminar, Unleash the Power Within seminar. If you look at that seminar, it's gigantic. And he's using, uh, he's got five, he's got Pitbull performing at it. He's got dance teams. He's got a $50 million multimedia center. Uh, fire shows, you're walking on fire, laser light shows, arena rentals, staff, team, all that stuff. Like he's ain't, he ain't making a dollar off of that, off of that event. Uh, especially he's often like buy three tick, buy one ticket, get three free. Like all he's trying to do is not go broke acquiring the get customer. Get you in the door. So get you in the get door. You in customer the door. acquisition costs. And then at the end, he sells you a $10,000 business mastery seminar. And that's the thing he's trying. There ain't no deals on that sucker. That's what uh, he's going to make. That's, that's, that's the thing he's trying to make money off of. And he just gets all these qualified people who are his perfect customer in his door where he can sell them for four days on this $10,000 deal. So, and that's like, you want to talk like customer acquisition. That's like the gold mine of it. That guy, Russell Brunson, he spends like a million bucks a day doing this because he has found a way to self-liquidate his customer acquisition. What's interesting about that, and we'll continue on this topic because I love this. What's interesting about that is one of the things I'm interested about doing at Green Rock, uh, it's the only bar that I allowed to do dollar beers. 
Uh, for those folks at home, and, you know, listen, cost per unit is based off of volume. So the volume, the higher the volume, the less cost per unit we do. But based off of last year, 2023 numbers, we did about at GreenRoute, we did it based off of insurance, all the fixed costs associated with running a bar, each, each unit. So that includes food, that includes every beer report, include every drink we make, all that stuff was about $2.75, not, not including cost of that good. So let's say uh, every pour at, of a Bud Light right now or a Miller Light at, at the dollar beer, every pour is about uh, about 50 cents, let's say, probably 55 now. So now it's 275 Now it's 325 330 before I break even. So every dollar beer that I'm pouring, I'm losing you know, two, two, three dollars on every single pour that we have. We're losing money on it. But it's interesting because what I was considering doing, this is kind of a similar strategy. What I was considering doing is because one, we just had a meeting with the Green Rock management crew and I, we talked about what, what are you guys seeing? What are you guys feeling? All this stuff. And one of the things they're saying is prior to me, which I didn't know, prior to me, uh, the old owner that, that took it, dollar beers were back in my day, like, when I was playing baseball, my brother never joined me, but when I was playing baseball, uh, my buddies would ask me to get to Green Rock early to get a table because I wasn't working. They all couldn't leave work till five, like just like everybody else. And it's a mad dash to Green Rock for dollar beers and you want a table. So they would ask me to get there at like 4.30, which is honestly back in the day, it was a little uncomfortable, guys. I was sitting there by myself, <laughs> 45 minutes to an hour, but I would get the table and they would all come and we'd have a great time. And, but nowadays, it's dead. No one cares anymore. No one cares about the dollar beers anymore. And what happened, with, this is what my manager said, who's been there forever. The manager said that back in the day, uh, when they switched over, uh, they, they did a revamp. They did a bunch of new um, uh, like decor in there and all that stuff. He got rid of the dollar beers, and it killed it. And it's never been the same. So I said, all right, listen, maybe I'll put this TikTok that things are going. Maybe I'll put some marketing dollars behind the Green Rock TikTok, my own TikTok, to try to get in, more, in front of more people's faces because they say they often hear in the, in, the, in the restaurant that, oh, you guys still do this? I had no idea. And they said, well, we think we might not have a lot of people. Now, my initial thought was, okay, I don't necessarily want more people to know that I'm losing, you know, I'm going to lose $2 in every freaking poor. Why do I want more of that? Now, again, and that's why I preface, the more, if we do another, we do about, I would say about $80,000 beers a year. So, if we, but if we do 180,000, that cost of, because the fixed costs don't change, the volume went up. That means my cost went down on per unit. So like if we're at 325, if we do another 100,000, which would be astronomical, but we did another 100,000, my cost per unit might be now two bucks. So I might only lose a dollar per. But what I'm only trying to do is get you into the bar so that my staff can get you to buy shots. And things that are high volume, high margin numbers, things for me, so that's where we're going to make our money. We want to get you in the door for dollar beers and make the money on the shots after you've had a few dollar beers. And because that's something hit with that, you can also hit it with that like upsell right in the beginning, where it's like, like, like whatever your margin is on like fries or wings or something like that. Like if it's, if it really costs you like 50 cents to make a plate of, of wings, uh, right? Like you can say, mm-hmm. you can say like, hey, like when they say like, yeah, I'm taking dollar beers. You, hey, you want wings with that? It's half off. And it's, you make up all the margin that you lost, uh, in the, uh, in the, uh, 
you know, whatever. Yeah, maybe in the, the loss of the beer with with somebody the who wings. accepts the wings. Yeah, we can know? drive food sales because one thing I'm seeing right now, and we're gonna end up having to push uh, as I can see this clock on here. We have to push the the, the Jordan brand, but I, I really like this topic and I want to talk more about it. So, you know, one of the things that we've seen, and I, I recently saw this on an article, and if you're interested in this type of content, please follow me on TikTok because I talk about it. But one of the things I've seen is they're saying that the the difference, either people when they go out, they're either choosing late night Taco Bell. Or they're choosing Carbone. There's no, there's the in between, which is my restaurants, <laughs> yeah. are no longer something people are eating at. And we've seen an absolute plummet in food sales in 2023. And what they're saying is the the gap in food quality between Taco Bell and McDonald's and all that, and those fast casuals. I guess we're kind of fast casual, but and the bars and the restaurants that aren't Carbone, aren't those higher end places. The gap is, has shrunk. So people are willing to wanting to spend less money on the food because they don't feel like they're getting as you know, they feel like getting somewhat similar of quality, and it's not so much what their check size is when they come into the bar; it's how many times they're going to have this check year. Like, what's the total spend on restaurants is more important to them than how much they're spending that night, and so you're seeing a lot more of that, and it, this could help drive food sales as well for us, which would be another topic. Now, I, I have to get my staff – one thing, and nothing against my staffs. It's hard to get them to remember and to, and to push people. Sometimes it takes a certain personality to be able to push people and things like that. So I would do this on TikTok where it's, where it's saying, hey, listen, come in for dollar beers and the special from TikTok. And you, you just say TikTok. You want to do the TikTok special. The special on TikTok is $10 beers and 10 wings. And the 10 wings might be 10 bucks or 15 bucks, which would be cheap. Um, but we just made up the margin on the 10 beers immediately. Uh, and now we've broken even, and now you're going to get your 10 beers, and now it's time to make some money on these people because they've already, we've already accomplished this first part, and now it's time to, okay, you know, take some green tea shots, which is a high-margin number, high-volume number. You take some of that stuff, and it's interesting how to you know, maybe try to push this in a little bit better of a way. And this, again, I, I bring this all back to dry January because <laughs> I have never thought of things like this in my life. There's it's like never... George. It's like George Costanza. We just have sex for like a week. I'm like doing like astrophysics. I'm telling you, <laughs> I've never been this clear in my life. I've never thought about running TikTok specials where next thing you know, I'm running a, a wing special within the special on TikTok to drive sales to make up the margins on the beers that we're already doing. I've never done any of this in business. I've just you know bought successful bars and kept them going. Uh, it is well, that's, it, honestly, it's just your path, man. I mean, you just, you never really had to think about it until, until you started diving in and looking at the stuff and you know, it's, yeah. it's and also it's you like never stuff that I've seen for, for years because yeah. I built it from the other end. Yeah. And it's, the other thing is, on top of that is that when it comes to these types of these, these things, like, you know, you don't, you don't really start even considering them until tougher times hit. And for those folks that aren't in the industry, in the restaurant industry, oftentimes when the economy starts teetering, although I feel like we're in that teetering world, but we, I feel like we've been in it for like, I don't know how long. I don't, I don't necessarily think 2024 is going to be all that bad in, in economic times because typically speaking, the president of the United States in an election year is – that is like the number one thing they have to ensure in order to get reelected is to make sure the economy is good. So I think that – lit this year, boy. Yeah, I think 2024 could be a, a decent year, which could push off a, you know, a bad economy into 2025. But I do think a, a, the COVID money's dried up. I think there's a lot less spending going on, and that's what we're seeing at my restaurants. We've only seen about a 5% dip 
in average check size. It's, you know, our average check size is often right around $29, $30. We're seeing it more $27, $28 now. So it's not a huge dip. But what we've seen is the volume of checks has gone down 20%. And so when we're, when we're, when we're, what we're seeing is not so much. Hard to get a, out of Green Rock with 20, 27 bucks, you know? Yeah, I, it, it is hard to get out of any of my places at, at 27 yeah. bucks. But it, it's, I mean, it's only, you know, the way we're charging prices right now is only about two drinks because you got to remember, folks, you know, you get upset about prices. And this is something that I've always tried to put on TikTok because people really don't enjoy some of the prices that I say or, you know, obviously the tipped workers and all that stuff. But like, you know, I don't, the thing that I always try to say, I don't make my prices. My landlord and my insurance companies do. I don't have a real choice. Um, in how my prices are, are, I have to make my prices something in order to be able to cover those costs. I mean, you're talking about, you know, Texas, Arizona, I'm going to, my fixed cost per month is like a hundred thousand dollars. I got to hit a hundred K in sales before I even, even sniff a profit of dollar or a dollar profit. Yeah. Dollar profit, not profit of dollar. That doesn't make any sense. A dollar profit. So like you have to understand when, when you're coming in, you're seeing some higher prices. I, I don't have a choice. Like, unless you guys are going to come in droves and you're going to come at 8 p.m. and you're going to drink all night at cheaper drinks, which again, by the way, you're all going to spend the same amount. You might drink a little bit more. But it, like, unless you're going to come in droves and do that and my volume goes through the freaking roof, I don't have a choice. Like, I'm handcuffed. And that's why I try to tell my managers, my bartenders who, you know, because they, you know, if there's anybody that's fighting for you as consumers, uh, I'll tell you this right now. In the restaurant industry, it's the bartenders, it's the, it's the managers, they fight for you guys to keep the prices lower. They're not necessarily fighting for you. It's 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 definitely selfish because they're the more the lower the price, they think that it's going to drive up sales, so they'll make more money on tips. But uh, it is. This is kind of the game that we play uh, because I I don't have a choice. Like I'm handcuffed. Like no matter how much complaining you give to me, I don't really have a choice. And what would happen? Let's say you decided to drop. Oh, your prices are too high. I'm going somewhere else. If you did that. I, I don't really have an option to lower prices. I'd still pretty much have to keep prices and then maybe just shut down that location if it didn't become profitable because that's just the fixed cost. The fixed cost doesn't change uh, unless I try to renegotiate the lease and all that back-end stuff that you guys would never see. But that's just kind of the, the life we live. There's a, there's a cost associated with, with running a business. And if I can't charge prices to cover those costs and profit 20 30%, it's no longer worth it to run that business. Um, so... Again, the nature of the beast. But again, these are things that I've never thought about. Uh, and it all goes back uh, to, you know, getting these types of, you know, this type of mental clarity from Dry January and being motivated. You know, I'm setting monthly goals for my, my staff now about sales and how the running average and where we want to be at the end of 2024 and all. And why did we hit this goal? And I'm having them run monthly manager reports that, you know, include certain things that I need to see, you know, a weekly report on inventory and all that stuff. Like, this is stuff I've never done before, uh, and it's just growing. It's it's growing. I I told people a long time ago that when I when we went from uh, we went from two restaurants to four, uh, as far as an operational, now a fifth, um, uh, it exposed so much, so many holes in what we were doing. It, like ne neither me nor my COO were ready for this. And compliments to him because I just I said, all right, good luck. And I went and did my own thing. I was out in Philly with TiVo on a helicopter. <laughs> I was going to the Derby. I was going to Spain and Italy. Like, I like, best of luck, big guy. Good luck out there. And, of course, I still monitored. I watched. I tried to help when I could. But, like, not like this. I remember I was just talking to him the other day, and we were going over these prices, this pricing model we want to we put into place, like all of this, all this structure and all this stuff. And he go, and I go, dude, it feels good. It feels like we're getting in the right direction. He goes, Pat, and 
in in four years of working together, I don't think we've ever had a conversation like this. And it's again, it's because of those growing pains. And I, I certainly now know, looking back, when people talk about growing too fast, what they mean. Uh, because if we ended up consuming, you know, a a restaurant group of let's say five more restaurants, six, ten more restaurants, which we we're trying to do in 2024, if we try to do that in 2023 or 2022, I'd be screwed. I I wouldn't know what the hell I'm doing, and I wouldn't be like, listen. Could we have a CEO? Could we have a G, GM of those five restaurants that does amazing, and we don't have to worry about them? Yeah, we could have done that. Uh, but as far as like putting processes in place to make sure that you know the weaknesses of that GM are watched and made sure that we're 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 focused on that. If I wouldn't have those, I wouldn't have that capability. And now we lost some money um, on some th- some items throughout 2023 that we cleaned up. But you know, we didn't lose that much money. If we did that uh, with ten additional restaurants, we would have lost millions if I messed that up. And so it was good to have this growing, you know, experience, and for the for the last six seven months, be able to kind of figure out exactly where I was headed uh, and what I needed to do to kind of get myself prepared for twenty twenty four in order to um, get into some more and hopefully buy a few more restaurants, which we're hopefully going to add five to ten or fifteen. In 2024, that's the goal. So, um, yeah, good stuff. But again, dry January, guys. I can't. If you drink a lot and you want to, you want to be motivated and you want to get into the next, you know, chapter of your life as far as um, you know, growing your business or growing, you know, trying to get to the next level. I, listen, drinking certainly comes with it. I'm, 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 I'm on board. If you're, you're in an industry where you got to go out, you got to go to dinner, you got to entertain clients, like all that stuff, it's important. I'm not telling you it's not. It certainly is. Um, <clears throat> but being able to do what. Uh, for the last 18 days or 17 days, this is my 18th day, to going into the it's it is unbelievably helpful. Uh, it has been it has done tremendous work, and like I said, I I don't want January to end. Uh, so uh, it's been great, and also like I said, it's helped me figure out a way to go out and not have to drink so much. Uh, which has been great. I found like these mocktails again. I can't have too much dairy apparently, uh, but I have found I have found uh, these mocktails that I I can enjoy myself at. I still also need this, the right vibe. I want to make that abundantly clear. I cannot be drinking a mocktail at twelve thirty at night at Green Rock, uh, which is a very crowded bar. But at the waiting room, which I happen to quite enjoy and and, and happy to have that a part of it, which is doing quite well. I had to sit down those nice chairs that I bought from Wayfair. No free ads, but bought from Wayfair. Uh, and they, they're, they're quite nice. So uh, anyway, this is hour one in. We, we did not even – I mentioned the Jordan brand once. Uh, you know, uh, this is the, was the third consecutive episode, uh, Tivo, that we've pushed this off on? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Uh, listen, we'll get to it eventually. Listen, I'll tease it for you guys. It's a very, it's a great thing for both Nike and Jordan. So, <laughs> so uh, the 72 water, 72 hour water fast coming in hot for both TiVo and Pat. Uh, Sean is, is entertaining it. We'll keep you posted on the sorry we're closed, uh, Twitter or X, uh, and Instagram as if Sean decides to join, join the party. Um, and uh, yeah, it should. It, I I'm looking forward to it. I'm I think I'm right now. All right, let's go around the room real quick. Tivo, where do you think is going to be the? Obviously, I think we're all going to complete it, right? We're we're of that mindset that we're just not, we're not going to give in. Tivo, are you part of that mindset? Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, like you're going to start. You're going to do it. Yeah, yeah. So, what you think the hardest part is going to be day two at night before bed? Uh, 
Yes. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I got to agree with you there. I think that's going to be very difficult to watch that second dinner uh, of Avery's. You have, to, have to get a drink of water and you walk by the fridge. It's just... Yeah, that's that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. Sean, if you were to join, what do you think would be the toughest part? The, t- the... no coffee. I, I no I'll coffee. handle the rest. I can. I'll I'll figure it out. I'll bone broth my ass up. Uh, but <clears throat> no coffee. Uh, that's that's a major that's a major holdup for me. I don't. I love I love it so much. Yeah, yeah. I've gone days without coffee before, uh, but it, I, have, like I have not missed a cup of coffee in years. Yeah, and the only thing I don't I, about the coffee for me is like the vibe. Like, I <clears> love <throat> when I would get out of bed and I would just stroll over to the coffee maker, put the brew on, put an ambiance on in the on the on the TV. As you guys know, we're big YouTube ambiance people. I actually reached out to YouTube YouTube channels to see if I can acquire them so that I can uh, uh, in order to kind of make them make more <laughs> different types of ambiances for me. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, it's just, it's just the whole aspect of that, of sitting there in the morning with a nice, I always light a Yankee candle. I don't care about the carcinogen guys. Leave me alone. Uh, Yankee candle. I watch the ambiance and I have a cup of coffee, which start my day. It really is just like delightful. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go with TiVo to a degree. I, I, I think the toughest part is going to be the night one dinner that's my that's my i I, what i'm saying is i think that in day two my body's just going to be like oh okay you're not going to eat uh and i think day two night dinner i think i'm already going to be in a position where like uh he's uh, my body's just not it's past it it's moved on it's not expecting food uh and may and also on top of that the ability to possibly be eating bone broth at the same time that dinner's happening or drink bone broth. When you could do you eat soup or do you do you drink soup? I mean, I think you're probably gonna put it in like a mug, you know, like yeah. warm it up. Maybe we'll have bone broth for coffee in the morning. <laughs> I mean, you probably will. I mean, Imagine. seriously, you probably will. I'd be like, ooh, some, yeah. <laughs> some bone broth. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it tastes like by itself, but it's probably I can't imagine it's delightful. Thinking. No, 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 no. <laughs> Heavens, no. Uh, so yeah, I think night one dinner. Dinner time is going to be the toughest night one dinner time. We have some friends that are probably going to join us. Kevin Merkel and Ryan Fisher from Olive Oil. Uh, I think they're going to join us. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know that it's going to be a fun one. I know uh, Sean's fiance was considering it. Um, uh, I know uh, Opie and Kelsey were considering it, but I don't, they, neither of them answered the group chat. So I'll put it out in the group chat again one more time. Just let everybody know that I am starting on Monday. Um but yeah, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting interesting 72 hours to say the least and you will hear it live when we're at the finish line here next week on the Sorry We're Closed podcast. So, uh I promise I will get to the Nike brand eventually. And what was the other it was the Joe Rogan Spotify was one of our listeners suggested we do. Uh so we'll we'll hit that uh in the coming weeks as well. If you have any other suggestions, please reach out to either myself, my brother, or Tivo uh on on even on the Sorry We're Closed uh Twitter or any of our personals, uh, hop in those DMs or tweet at us or do whatever it is to get a hold of us to, if you have any ideas of things that we might want to talk about. So I uh, appreciate you guys listening. I know this wasn't our traditional podcast to a degree. We talked a lot about the businesses that we own and stuff like that, but I'm enjoying that. And we're growing an audience on our TikToks about that stuff. So it's getting more and more listeners that are interested in the food and beverage and, and stuff that I do now. So I appreciate you guys listening. I hope you had a lovely weekend. 
Um, and as you're listening to this right now, because we record on on Thursday, as you're listening to this right now, we are preparing to start our 72-hour fast. Um, so wish us luck. Follow along on social. Um, I'm sorry, Mom. Uh, but I'm glad you're hearing this on Monday, so you can't try to convince me out of it that I've already started. Uh, so I <laughs> uh, hope you guys uh, tune in. And until next time, folks, we'll see you later.